Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle. Um, and it's actually kind of a nice post-Halloween morning. How was Look, yours? Halloween was so fun. Ours oh my, was too. I know. And you won the best costume for this station, well, for the whole radio group. In I mean, the Seattle area. In the Seattle area. I might go national next year. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so uh, you guys really take it seriously here. Oh, yeah. We go all out. And everybody dresses up in really mm-hmm. cool costumes. And, mm-hmm. and you even win money, right? I did win a little bit of a scratch, so to speak. That's what the kids are calling it these days. Scratch, really? Scratch. I don't know. I just okay. made that. It is a term. I love how you teach me the pulp. Pop culture of whatever's going on. So, who were you? I was Larry Culpepper. So, Uh it's easiest just to Google it up. He was a Dr. Pepper uh, marketing campaign, like an image for their campaign a few years back during their college uh, series. It's a college sports thing. And so, Uh they had all their Dr. Pepper Bowl and the series, the Bowl. So, I was that character. And so, yeah, I put up the And you won. Yeah. So, I got a little, yeah. All right. Back to back winner, right? So, woo. Yeah. And, uh, so I think I got big, uh, bigger shoes to fill for next year. That'd be three feet. So I don't have. <laughs> oh, really? So you won last year I've got to start too? thinking of it now. Did you win last year too? I did and win last I somehow year. missed that. I was cousin Eddie from National I'll... Lampoons. Oh my gosh! You can look you him up too. I can't say the line that he is most famous for on the air <laughs> because but it's got it's, swear it's words per- in it. Yes, it is. Oh well, well congratulations! Blank, blank We're so happy thank our you, Benny you, is you, winning and having fun and. Yep. You know, yeah. Halloween was great this year. The weather was great mm-hmm. in Seattle last night um, until about 8.30. We I had think. a little bit of sprinkles uh, when we were uh, taking the boys out, Lindsay and I did. And so we had uh, Jango Fett, which is a, a character from Star Wars. Uh, oh. It's Boba Fett's dad if you're oh. in the Star Wars series. And then we had a, a Minecraft uh, Creeper outfit. Oh. It, it's just another character series. Uh, Lisa knows exactly what I'm talking about with Minecraft <laughs> yeah. or Fortnite if you're into those. Sorry, I have no idea. But Your it kids are super older. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, so but, that, yeah. It was all good. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, we had great. a good time. Well, we thank everyone for listening to the show. And this morning, we get to have the pleasure of interviewing Lucy Pondigan. She's an astrologer who actually lived for a very long time mm-hmm. in the Pacific Northwest, but now lives in New Mexico. And she's kind enough to join us this morning and talk some more about some current and interesting. Look, she misses us so this much. This is up true. Here. She's yeah, got a call she's back. true. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, uh, Lucy. Good morning and welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm so happy to be here and talk about this uh, very exciting and often misunderstood planet, Uranus. Ooh, yeah, we're going to talk about Uranus because it changes signs once every seven years, approximately, right? Yes. And it's on like an 84-year cycle in terms of moving into that sign again. Uh, It is. And it is often very interesting when you meet somebody who's in there over, that's over 84. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because you don't always, and they don't always come in for readings, but it is interesting because they've made the whole cycle. Wow. Wow. Because some people will never experience it in their lifetime, you know, depending on when they're born or how long they live. Yes, that, that is true. That is also true. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. So, so what can you tell us about the, you know, this planet? Because it's, it's, it's an outward planet. It's an outward planet. And so it is the first planet past Saturn. And that is very significant because 
the planets Saturn, Jupiter, and going towards the sun, those are the planets that are, um, they're called personal, they're social planets. And there are people who can have Uranian um, transits and at the same time choose not to go forward. And how would you do that? What would that look like? Well, oftentimes where the planet Uranus is going in your chart, it is an area that is going to be somewhat shattered. There's usually an experience and it, you know, it can go into like prism, like a prism. Hmm. And it is a, a, one of the three outer planets that have to do with higher consciousness. And truly, some people decide not for me. I'm going to hang on to what I know is familiar. It won't be comfortable, but, you know, you can do that. You can just hang on to what you know and make it through this shaking and rattling and stay exactly the same. Wow. That sounds complicated to me because Uranus does shake up so many things. I think it would that would take a lot of force to not transform because it is the planet of transformation. It is. Mm-hmm. And so it is going to have an effect whether you respond to it or not. And... I have this astrologer in England, Mark Jones, who is, um, oh, he's just a very bright light, one of the younger astrologers that's coming up, and he defines the, uh, the Uranian transformation like the butterfly that leaves the cocoon. Wow. And it is a big transformation, and, you know, he gives us these examples of how the, there's some butterflies that go, I'm not going, I like it dark in here, and it's comfortable, and I'm not going to become a butterfly. Well, and butterfly would emphasize going to another plane of how you view the world and how you communicate. It, it's totally different than the little cocoon. Wow. Wow. And so... So what would an individual need to do to kind of find out? I mean, we know it moved into Taurus recently, so anyone who's a, a Taurus is obviously going to be affected. But how, how can people find out how they're going to be affected by the, this transition that just started in the spring? Well, it started on May 16th of uh, 2018. The planet Uranus moved into zero degrees of Taurus. And Taurus is one of the fixed signs. It's a very solid, very stubborn. I like things the way they are. So it was, you know, it had a lot of work cut out for it to break through some patterns. And every person, all of us have Taurus someplace in our horoscope. It might even be intercepted, but it is somewhere in the horoscope. And that's an area that's going to go through transformation. And You know, the thing about when you go through a planet that is called, um, it's called the planet of transformation. So it means that, uh, well, there's no real way to prepare for it. Mm. How can you expect the unexpected? Mm. You can't. And so all you can do is notice sort of where the universe, what's coming what are you being asked to change right now? What area of your life can no longer stay the same? Mm. Oh, that's fascinating. So do you think that that could be like write down that question? Because, you know, not everyone's paying attention to the area of their life that needs to be transformed. 
And so, no, and you do get a whole seven years to do yeah. it. <laughs> I know. That's a long time, though. You know, it like, is a long time. Um, you know, ask any Aries or any person <laughs> who's had real strong planets in the sign of Aries, and there's been a lot of transformation in the last seven years. Yeah. So, and it isn't, yeah, it isn't something, everyone will feel the effects of it, but not everyone chooses to operate mm-hmm. from a higher realm of consciousness. Mm-hmm. This is true. And so, you know, I forget about that part um, of of humanity that we all have, this part where we just get too tired or we don't want to go through the challenges or the difficulties. But I think that's got to be really hard on people because then you get you stay stuck and you don't get to really move into a more of a positive way to create what you want in your life. Yes. And when you start moving into the higher planets, which really are the higher levels of consciousness, at that point in time, it's when you start to see humanity as one one entity. You stop with the us and them. It's You can't see those separations as easily, and you start to move into a way of viewing the world in a different way. Do you think that that is an opportunity for us globally to do that and nationally to do that? Well, yes. Like right now, we're under the, a time when the planet Uranus is in the sign of Taurus. Okay, so Taurus is the, the sign that rules money, it rules security, it rules values. And it is a period of time where, regardless of where it's traveling in your horoscope, it is a time for you to look at your, your attitude towards money. And then if you put this on a global level, it's also the role of financial security. It could have to do with, you know, the markets changing or how how money is operating. Those are on the bigger levels. And then on the personal level, it's in your own life how you are responding to that. Mm, Okay. All right. This is good. Um, I know. It's a little bit confusing. It's not like talking like last week we talked about or last month we talked about Venus. And when you get to the planet Uranus, actually it gets more exciting. And it is... um, You know, if you just stood still and you were holding on and saying, I'm not going to change, I'm not going to change, when the planet Uranus comes by and hits either a house cusp area or one of your planets, something is going to fall apart. You can put it back together exactly as it was, or you can let those pieces fall away and watch what you replace it with. Right. It's like it gives you an opportunity to respond differently. You know, yes, absolutely, to, absolutely. To stop a pattern, maybe a pattern of victimization, you know, where something happens to you and you become a victim and you just whine about it and complain about it. And you may have every logical reason to be upset about whatever is occurring, but you have a moment in time where the planet will actually support you if you transform. Absolutely. And that's where it is. You know, and let me just also say this, that the planet Uranus is the higher octave of Mercury. So Uh Mercury is how we communicate with people on one level, and that's when you're talking about logical, the logical way we do things. But when we jump into the sign, uh, when we jump into the planet Uranus, we're moving into sort of the illogical or the magical. Mm. It is, um, it is, 
you start to see things and you can your eyes can be open to a different way of viewing the world. Mm, wow. Okay, well that's we definitely need that in the world right now. Uh, well, we, we definitely do, and I think that it doesn't matter uh, which political party you're associated with or which country you're from. It means that I think a lot of people are very nervous right now about security in yeah. one form or another, and yeah. that is also ruled by Taurus. Oh, wow. Okay, so so really this is actually even affecting us when we look at today's major issues, at least in the United States, and it is actually a global problem we're finding out. It's a out. global problem. It right. is a global problem, right. and people around the world uh, respond to what happens in the United States. It's true, because, you know, a lot of people look to us as maybe um, trendsetters in a way, you know, like, oh, well, the U.S. is doing this, or wow, that you can do that in the U.S., and so the fact that we're kind of going back in time a little bit in terms of how we treat each other um, is scary. Is Lucy's, well, it's, yeah. it's uh, yeah, and what's going on right now, we have, we as, you know, just people on planet Earth, we have a chance to look at how we're treating other people. Mm-hmm. And do we see in them ourselves? Are we seeing everyone as all one? Or are we, are we seeing things in terms of somebody's the enemy? And, you know, why aren't people more like me? Now, that's when you're going backwards with the planets instead of moving into this higher level of consciousness where you start to see things from a perspective of, I I mean, it sounds so, but it is all is one. We have to see that we are all connected. And when something happens someplace, it it does affect someone else. Well, because Uranus is kind of the weird planet. It's kind of the weird duck out. You know, it's an odd planet. It's it actually promotes uniqueness. And and so when you allow yourself to be unique and you appreciate the uniqueness of others, that's, I think, what gives you that visual field of we're all one, sort of. Yes. And um yeah, it, it, it is challenging, like a person who loses their job and all of a sudden they have no money and they don't know what they're going to do. The job would be the possibly the Saturnian, you know, the way I've always worked and I, I wanted to be this, this is my career, and all of a sudden they get fired or laid off for some reason. Well, if you can move to a Iranian approach to that, Suddenly you're seeing, well, what do I have to offer? What is my creativity? Maybe even though I was used to going to that job and that fulfilled some of my needs, maybe I can be more creative in how I'm going to go about making money and being responsible in the world. Mm. Now, see, those are all beautiful things. And what you're saying basically is that if a person you know, reflects on that and raises their awareness, even just a few percentage points, and allows Uranus to teach them that there's more to the picture, that this is actually an opportunity rather than a problem. It's an opportunity. Yeah. It is, you know, at, at the first at the first uh, definition of it, it can feel like a problem. Let's say you lose your job. That most people, that's a problem if you have a family, <laughs> right. you have you know, bills and all sorts of things. Um, But as you sit with that, and if you are able to really listen to something that's going on inside of you, 
how you're going, what, what did you always want to do? Mm-hmm. What was your job actually keeping you from doing in terms of yourself and your mm-hmm. own creative expression? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ex- you know, uh, I had Uranus, as you know, in my, in the sign of Aries, right? Because I'm an Aries for seven years. And I had some weird stuff that happened to me that was really uncomfortable. And what what helped me, and I had to work really hard at it, was to remain positive. I meditated a lot. I prayed. I did a lot of stuff, even though a lot of my buttons were being pushed and I was definitely being challenged. And it strengthened that ability uh, that I have when things are, you know, good or they don't have to be perfect, but when things are really challenging, sometimes it's hard to really allow ourselves to stand in alignment with our higher self. Yes, right? to get calm instead of getting really stressed out and how yes. can I recreate that same thing that I had Right. instead of saying, you know, just getting calm at that point right. and listening right. to, you know, maybe there's something else going on. Maybe there's another level of this that might be more satisfying. And, and, and if a person can do that, which I ultimately did, then I could actually hear the universe and I could make excellent choices. And now I look back at, at some of these situations and I'm so happy they happened, you know, but at the time I wasn't happy about it at all, but it strengthened my bandwidth to rely on my connection to the divine and trust myself. It was really a powerful experience. So we're letting people know um, that if you check to find out where Taurus is in your chart, that's where Uranus is. And yes. that, and then that, that. So yeah. the first thing you would do Good. is you would go to your natal chart Mm-hmm. And you would see where the planet Uranus is located, because that is sort of the blueprint for the higher octave of how you were meant to participate in the world. Mm-hmm. And we're not all doing that. And sometimes we're involved with that planet, but we or we're, we can look at that house and say, well, that was always a house that was kind of messy for me. I, you know, things didn't come together. Well, then under a Uranian uh, transit, all of a sudden, you can start living up to the potential of your birth chart. Wow. Wow. Because, and, and that example that you just gave, I mean, things happened to you that in the moment you were not happy about. They were no. disorienting. They yeah. were not what you thought you were working for. Right. Oh, yeah. It was, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And so then all of a sudden... As you just sit with it and, you know, be quiet and listen, listen. It's actually Mm -hmm. about listening Mm -hmm. instead of running around and trying to recreate or saying I'm sorry or this or that. (laughs) Let it go and watch what happens or what are you being led to do. And like you said, you are actually now as you look back going, you know, there was something positive, very positive. So many positive things that I, I'm so grateful it happened on so many levels, which is so silly. But actually what happens when you rise, I think, to the occasion of what you said of allowing that part of your natal chart to be more of its authentic self. Yes. And mm. so it, it is It is a, it's actually quite the magical planet. And, you know, when we can literally you know, surrender to it. And I know like in my horoscope, I'm getting to have, getting ready to have the planet Uranus go over my fourth house cusp. Well, we just moved a year and a half ago. And the biggest thing that usually happens 
when Uranus hits the fourth house cusp is people make a major move. I'm thinking, <laughs> and I'm already thinking, what? Well, wonder where we're going now. Wow. Are you and your husband talking about moving though? Are you liking? No. No. <laughs> no. It was so hard to move. I don't want to move again. But, um, oh, that's but so funny. The other level of the fourth house is a transformation of the soul. So I'm hoping for that, you know, that something (laughs) happens, a chance to grow on that level rather than we're moving. Well, well, maybe we can give, and maybe we can't do all of them, and you're going to spend another half hour with us in the next couple of weeks, but maybe we can talk about... If it's in your first house, you know, maybe we can give a clue. Because I, I, honestly, this is where my astrology, which of course is massively limited anyway, is like, okay, I don't know anything. Of, I don't know enough about the houses. But maybe you can give like, if it's in your first house, kind of a thing. Maybe we can do a okay, few of so those. Okay, so if you were, if you're having, let's say you're Taurus rising, and maybe not even zero degrees Taurus rising, but Taurus rising is there. Um, when the planet Uranus hits that sign and that cusp of the first house, and as it goes through that house, those seven years, boy, are you resistant to anything that's holding you back. It is something where you just screaming, your insides say, I want freedom. Mm. Now, um, sometimes that is that can cause a lot of problems. Let's say you're married and all of a sudden you're going, I don't want to feel the confines of that anymore. <laughs> or, you know, you're feeling like you're just saying, I, I just, I got to, I got to be me. You're just saying, I got to get out there. I got to, I got to shake things up. And it may turn a lot of people around you against you. They're thinking you're being irresponsible. Responsibility is a Saturn word, and it could feel irresponsible until it is sorted out. So this would be people who have their rising in Taurus, and you you figure that out from knowing your birth time. Yes, if you know your birth time and you have Taurus rising, it is a time when you will feel... Like you Very want um, challenged by your, the routines of daily living and by the order that you just got your life all ordered. And all of a sudden you're looking at it and going, I want something else. Hey, I want to go find out who those people are because they're probably going to be like wanting to have a lot of fun. And I want to go hang out with them. If they... Okay. I, yes, they want to have fun. They're saying, <laughs> so, yeah. I want to just sit home anymore. Yeah, I want to go find those people um, over the next seven years and hang out with them because they're going to be, maybe take some risks and do some stuff that is out of character for them. And I want to be present for that. That sounds like fun. Yes, okay. they do want to take risks. <laughs> and that is the thing where, you know, there's the people from the past that are holding you back. The the cocoon says, don't become a butterfly. Let's stay here where it's safe. Yeah, but they're going, I want out. I want out. Give me out now. And I want to operate on a different level of consciousness. Wow. Okay. So, so when it goes into your second house, there can be a shakeup from the outside world, something that changes your financial standing. And that could be, um, you know, maybe you had invested in something and all of a sudden you're getting information that you just tanked on that. Your money's lost and you're certainly not getting what you thought you were going to get. It can also be a time when your self-worth is somehow challenged. So it means that how you were feeling good about yourself, suddenly you're being forced to look at that more closely. 
Mm, so that's actually it, good, right? It could, it, you know, Marie, it is good. See, the thing about the planet Uranus, even though people think that it is upsetting and challenging, it is those things. Yeah. But it's not one of the so-called malefics, which means it isn't a negative planet. How right. can you call a butterfly negative? Right. It's you know, just... There's no bad thing that happens with that. So all you have to do is like lifting yourself out of the mundane and becoming operating on a higher level. So I think what you're saying, again, um, is that if you make some of these changes, you will be supported. Like, you will be supported. Right. And mm-hmm. oftentimes, though, let me be very clear, <laughs> you don't get a hold on to the past and become more radical in your thinking and more spiritual. The past, you know, those people are just saying, I, you were just so responsible. I liked you before. I could depend on you. Now, all of a sudden, you're acting so random. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what you give up is some of the security of the known world. Oh, wow. Okay, so... I had, you know, I didn't really understand this whole thing. Well, that's because it's in Taurus. The security part comes from its influence of it sitting in the sign of Taurus. Yes. Okay. And so that's why security is playing a huge um, part in this um, endeavor that we're all beginning to move along together for the next seven years. For the next seven years. Wow. And it could be, I mean, so many interesting things are happening. Like, um, we're changing uh, how we spend money. And so, like, if you're somebody who spends money on the Internet or you spend money, which you can just use Apple Pay now, you don't have to put your credit card in, or you go to a store, you put your phone there, you don't have to bring your wallet. Yeah. But there's a different way that we're responding and, and utilizing forms of money. They're not the same. Right, like Venmo, you know. like my, And Venmo. I can we're just looking like, at Venmo. And so, the, yeah. so we're not really changing these dollar bills and handing them, but right. everything is happening in a virtual reality. Yeah, and it's kind of fun. I wonder if it's going to help us to look at money in a more positive way. It might reduce stress or anxiety if it's not just dollar bills we're looking at or we're not pulling out a wallet because those patterns are kind yes, of... Yes, I, I think it could be. I mean, I think that the... But we might not know how how we have changed in our attitude towards money until the seven until seven years from now yeah because because really the rewards and the gains come towards the end of the influence they come towards the end and so it takes time it's not just like a flash of lightning and then there's a change and <laughs> yeah. off you go right like there are several flashes of lightning and there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a, a, a period where things are being shattered and you know it is it takes time as transformation does, just like the butterfly, when it moves into the cocoon, all of the cells of the caterpillar are actually dying and moving into this fluid mixture to form in a completely different creature. Absolutely. So, and, yeah. you know, but it takes a lot of confidence to go to take that it journey. It does. So maybe that's what we all need to do while Uranus is visiting the various aspects as it moves to the degrees of, of Taurus, the different degrees that we need to work on our self-worth and our confidence so that we can move through these fun, transformative moments with more grace. Yes, with more grace. And it's also a time to just very much be aware of what you're hanging on to too tightly. Well, Lucy, again, it is always a joy to have you on the show. Um, thank you so much for enlightening um, all of our listeners about what might be happening in their life. And how can people find you? Um, let's see, my website is lucypond.com, and my 
email is lucypond at comcast.net. Thank you so much and have a beautiful afternoon in New Mexico. Thank you, Marie. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye bye. And we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And what's the phone number where people can call in and we can start taking calls on our second half hour of the show? Sure, it's 877-825-8828. That's the number. Again, 877-825-8828. We'll be right back with more. Hi, this is Marie Manucheri. Join me January 25th and 26th in 2019 at East West Bookshop. Friday night during the 90-minute workshop, I'll be talking about the energy of, yeah, money, so that we can all learn that everything is made out of subatomic particles, including your relationship with money. And once you begin to solidify, enjoy, and participate, and the vibrational frequency of currency, you will then create a bond that is fulfilling and delicious for you. And then on Saturday, join me as we spend an entire day on creating wealth, the art of creating wealth, where you learn to fall in love with the whole aspect of this relational experience with wealth and your wonderful life. I can't wait for you to join me and learn about love and money and wealth. For more information, you can go to energyintuitive.com or eastwestbookshop.com. I'm a veteran. My victory was admitting I had PTSD and getting help. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I no longer see it as a weakness, but as a sign of strength. I call it post-traumatic growth. DAV provides a lifetime of support, helping veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. Every year, DAV helps more than a million veterans so they can reach victories great and small. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. I'm a veteran. When I got out, I felt like Nora was safe. My victory was finding the help I needed. But there's more to be done and more victories to be won. Thanks to DAV, now I feel like I'm human again. Help support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Hi, this is Eric Ryder, Operations Manager for Alternative Talk 1150. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150kknw.com to fill out the 2018 listener survey. Your response helps us shape KKNW to your listening needs. As an added incentive, when you fill out the survey, you'll have a chance to win an awesome prize. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help us shape this station can be found at 1150kknw.com. Join Marie on November 3rd and 4th in Redmond, Washington for her two-day seminar, Communicating Beyond the Veil. 
One of the greatest experiences Marie has had the pleasure of receiving is the ability to communicate with loved ones and spirit guides living on the other side. And this is a natural gift that everyone has. Over the years, Marie has helped clients and students learn the techniques necessary to achieve this valuable skill. In this workshop, you'll learn the dimensional realities that exist beyond Earth, how to know the difference between your own thoughts and communications coming from those living outside of Earth, how to maintain your human energy system in a vibrational flow that allows for higher self-connection, and how to hear, see, feel, or experience those living on the other side. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. I love that song. John Mayer. Oh. New light. I love it. I, so this is brand new, right, of his? Uh, fairly new, yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Welcome to the show, everyone. And now we're going to be answering uh, people's questions. And it's so exciting. So who do we have? Yes. And waiting very patiently. But yes. let me give out the number first. Okay. Uh, 877-825-8828 is the number. And we have Jay calling in from Kirkland. Hi, Jay. Thanks for waiting. Hi, guys. Hi, Jay. Um, How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Um, I've basically like had a really bad cold since like mid September. Yeah. Did you go um, to the doctor? I've, I've gone to the doctor twice. Uh-huh. I've been through antibiotics, steroids, uh-huh. and like at one point it sort of went away, and then I caught it again. And like I was hoping you might have a read on what's going on because yeah. it's like not normal for me to to get sick this often, and certainly not normal for me to be sick for this long. Right. So would you say that there's something happening in your life that would cause grief for you? Um, yeah. Yep, because that's what this is. This is grief-related, and you're not letting go of the grief. In other words, you're not moving through the grief fast enough, and so your body is showing you how upset it is. Does that make sense? Hello? It does, but, like, well, I guess, like, on a deeper level, I guess I would be sad. But, yeah. like... Yeah. I don't know. Cause so I, so I, I, I broke up with someone recently. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, I, I sincerely feel like it was the best move yeah. to me. No, grief doesn't mean that we made a mistake. It just means you probably okay. had some hopes and desires about the situation. And, and, yeah. and you were excited about it initially. And you thought, okay, this is a promising situation. This could move the distance. And it didn't happen. And that was good for you to end the relationship. But you haven't finished grieving about it. So the yeah. grief, you know, the grief will start with this relationship, but it's going to be related to other relationships that are probably more childhood related, like parental relationships or sibling relationships where you also didn't get what you wanted. And so, right. so I think you need to spend a little time letting yourself grieve about it. And when I work on my own grief, for me, what that means is being really nurturing to myself. Like, I know, honey, that really sucks. I'm so sorry. Just to give myself yeah. that space to value it and appreciate that I'm upset about it, you know, instead of, Oh, it's, everything's fine. I'll be fine. It was a good decision. Yeah, it was a good decision, but you're upset about it. Have you ever heard of the herb formula? Can I say the a word on the radio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, kick-ass immune system. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. It is amazing. You can buy it like PCC whole foods. It's my go-to during the winter months and the fall. 
And it's just this formula. Okay. You shake it up and it, it supports your immune system. And you can also take it when you start to feel sick, but like you need to boost your immune system and you need to nurture yourself through your grief. This is okay. important. You know, in my family, yeah. unfortunately, we have a lot of people who enable others. And so, and I, I'm not talking about my children. I'm talking about my family of origin. So it can be, because I, I don't need to be enabled. I'm really independent, super strong. And so I, I realized, and of course I'm in my 50s now, I realized recently how that's heartbreaking for me that they will ditch the, the people who are functioning well, you know, even super important events because they're enabling other people. And so I yeah. recently spend some time just nurturing myself about that. And like, I'm not going to spend time with those people until I feel okay about it, whatever that means for me. I'm just going to nurture myself and, and be supportive of, yeah, it feels bad to be the, the, the happy, fulfilled person that gets ditched even during really important, beautiful times in one's life because they're off taking care of the losers. You know what I mean? <laughs> and of course, they're yeah. not really losers. But in my brain, that's what, what it reports to me. <laughs> so I want you to spend time nurturing yourself and letting yourself be, because I, I bet you're like me. I bet you're strong and independent and can t- take care of yourself perfectly fine. But that doesn't mean that you don't also feel grief. Right. So nurture yourself. Do you yourself. think it'd be pointless to even go back to the doctor again, or should I just try that herb for now? Well, let's try the herb. You've already done antibiotics and yeah. you know, and steroids. And, and I, when I'm in your body... I mean, I was happy that you took antibiotics, by the way. I mean, so that's great you okay. did that. But let's try that for a couple of days and see if you feel better. And, of course, if things get worse, please go back to the doctor, right? Okay. But let's try some of that. And, and I think if, you, if when we hang up, you start going, babe, I, I think this was harder than you realized on yourself, and I'm really sorry. And I love you, just like you would anyone else. I think you're going to start to yeah. feel better, okay? And, and okay. self-nurturing could take several weeks. Don't just do it for a couple hours. Okay. Be diligent and just really be your best um, cheerleader right now. Okay? Okay. Thank okay. You. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Jay. You got this. 877-825-8828. Yeah. 877-825-8828. We'll take, uh, take now April calling in from Seattle. Hi, April. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Benny and Marie. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. We are too. I'm, I'm calling to share with you that I am your Korean Uranus poster child oh my gosh you were tore I, I actually know who you are yeah. you know because I don't know everyone who calls into the show but you were actually in the recent Ricky workshop which is adorable I and, and I love that Uranus is kicking your butt because I think I encouraged you to take Ricky several times before and you're like no 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 I've already taken it no, 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 which is fine yeah. right and yeah. you had a wonderful experience this past weekend I had an amazing experience and totally unexpected. And I think what made it so perfect was that when I thought about taking the class and I signed up for it, it was just like, "Mm, okay, I guess it sounds like fun. I'll do it. I had no expectation. I wasn't thinking I would take on Reiki as a lifestyle or practice or anything. And I think that being in that moment of no resistance and just saying, let's see what happens, made it more than I ever dreamed. Oh, I'm so happy for you because April, you already work in the healing world. You know, I know. And so to be able to find something that really allows all of your abilities to supercharge and yes. to let yourself be super grounded in your body, I'm just over the moon thrilled for you. I'm thank yeah, you. Congratulations. Thank you. It was it was an amazing experience. Thank you. You're and welcome. And I just wanted to say how spot on so as I was listening to Lucy, she was 
like reading me literally because I am, you know, that sun sign Taurus. On May 16th, right in the middle of May, I started shifting dramatically things I was holding on to and letting them go. And this, you know, the butterfly in me has just really started breaking through. And it's been an amazing experience. So everybody out there who's, you know, going through this or feeling what she said and maybe feeling uncomfortable about, about the challenges, I have to tell you, you have no idea what gifts and surprises await on the other side. Aww. So go for it. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. You're going to give a lot of people who are like, oh, my gosh, I'm a Taurus, you know, who might <laughs> yeah. be freaking out. You're going to give them lots of hope. And um, thank you so much for saying that. It's wonderful. Yes, and and we wish you just the greatest of achievements, thank you know, you so to much. delight your life. You're welcome. Thanks for calling and have a beautiful day. Right. You too. Bye-bye. 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 Thanks, April. 877-825-8828. Another caller. Uh, we'll travel north to Bellingham, Washington. We have Norma Aww. joining us. Hi, Norma. Hi, Norma. Hello. How are you? We're yes. great. How Hi. are you? You know, I was just hiking. Bellingham is really my favorite place to hike. Uh, yeah, I lived there a couple of years. Oh, you did? I went to Bellingham. I went to uh, Western for a couple years. You did? Yeah, sure. Before you became a cougar? Uh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that about mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's my one of my favorite places. Mm-hmm. And I just discovered Fragrance Lake. Like, I never knew. It's just this kind of a pond, but it's so beautiful. Do, have you been on that hike? No, not yet. Actually, we just moved here this summer, oh. and I called in before I moved, and I remember I was so nervous about the move because it was unexpected and how it would impact our family and my kids especially, and your advice was to, like, not hold on to that worry, but just to have good hopes for them and that it would be great, and it has. It has been such a wonderful experience, and my kids yeah. have done so well. So I thank you so much for that advice. You're welcome. I'm so glad it was helpful. And welcome to the Northwest. And thank you. Uh, yeah, Bellingham, I, I will drive the hour plus whatever it takes to go hike there because it's never disappointing. Yeah, it's, it's just south just, of Bellingham. Just yeah, a little bit north. Just beautiful. Just yeah, yeah, you're right. It mm-hmm. isn't quite, yeah. So what can I do for you today? Um, I'm looking for just like a general reading. Like yeah. Of, um, yeah. So one of the interesting things, because I already wrote out your energy, is that you're really, 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 really grounded right now. So being where you're living right now helps you to stay in your body better, which is fantastic. You have a ton of energy moving into the back of your third eye, which when people get grounded, I I don't think that individuals really understand that it's really through being present that our intuition becomes powerful. A lot of people think you need to detach and kind of float outside of your body so that you can have like these multi-sensory experiences. But because that we are in a physical form, being present is what allows us to be multi-sensory on a more um, uh, correct or accurate, fulfilling experience. So all of that's going on for you. So I would really trust your intuition now. But the rest of your chakras, from what I can see, are not pulling in energy. I don't see any leaks, which is fantastic. But I would recommend that you... Are you getting enough exercise? That is one thing. I, I really miss my exercise friends from before I moved. And, like, we live on a hill now, so I, I kind of just walk the hill in between. And I'm not, yeah, I'm actually um, trying to make appointments and trying to get out and figure out yeah. the exercise routine, especially even, as the winter is coming up. Right. Even gets take a yoga class, you know. And Bellingham is yeah. definitely a woo-woo area, so you're going to be able to find all kinds of fun and interesting people there. So yeah. I would start with yoga and just get your body moving more. That's what I've been thinking yeah. of. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, and then the exercise would help increase 
by other energies. Yeah, in, it'll just help your body absorb more um, subatomic particles. It's kind of how you work. Everyone's a little bit different. Some people need to become okay. still and meditate. Some people need to be more active. I'm definitely the active person. I need to uh-huh. exercise to fulfill my energy system uh, more profoundly. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Welcome right. to the Northwest. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks, Norma, for joining us. 877-825-8828. We're just rolling right through these. I like this. Jenna from Mill Creek. Welcome to the show. Jenna. Hello. Jenna, are you there? Hello. Hey. Hi. You're how live. are you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, it's uh, okay. Are you eating candy or something? <laughs> like some leftovers? Are you having so, yeah. uh, uh, what, what are, uh, M&Ms? Those are oh, my yeah. favorite. Oh. The peanut M&Ms. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, she, she's busy oh. organizing. Yeah, and she's no, got a little no. I'm just kidding. We're just messing with you. Yeah. So what can oh. I do for you? <laughs> well, um, I'm holding my one-year-old, so that's why there was some noise. Um, I love it. Anyway, yeah, so I'm in a transition. Like, um, I have two young kids and um, four and one, and I kind of have to make some decisions about once they're in school or in daycare, what I want to do. I have a profession in accounting, but I'm mm-hmm. also interested in life coaching. Yeah. And I just... The practical, yeah. So I'm just like, I I agree I know, with the life coaching, by the way. And and why don't you make your accounting? Are you working in the profession right now? Um, I I do on and off stuff because you know it's like yeah, like part time. Right. Um, I work from home. Right. So you have the time. Of, you actually have the time to start putting energy into your coaching practice. I think you're going to do very well at it. By the way, because I'm so afraid of what? <laughs> Could you tell me what you're afraid of? And I, I love, guess. You don't know. See, this is the thing. This is what humans do. It, the fear that you actually think that you're feeling, because you're not feeling it. I mean, I know you could sit down and process it and analyze it and categorize it, and we could have a long discussion about it. But the fact that you couldn't come to your fear right away is because you're actually feeling excitement. So don't confuse fear with excitement. Please. Wow. And, yeah. and, and so here's the, here's the lovely part. I love that you have a m- mainstream logical career path that you've followed because as you coach people you're going to give them logical wonderful things that are practical that they can put to use to help them move forward it it will be intuitively based by the way like you're going to get the information intuitively but then you're going to come up with these practical ways to help people move through things because that's what humans need you know like when people tell me oh someone told me that I just need to um you know, look at the look at the stars and and focus on Chiron. And I'm like, why? What is that going to do? Like nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no. You mm-hmm. you need to work on your self worth, your self esteem, or whatever the deal is. Whatever you know is being intuited. So some people mm-hmm. offer more esoteric advice, which actually I think for most people is not effective. People need to mm-hmm. have strategies and routines and quick, easy uh, homework assignments that will shift their energy fast. And you're going to be great at that. Thank you. Yeah. So when you think you're scared, just say, what if I'm excited? Right. Okay. No, I think it is. It is. I'm telling you, I read your energy. You are excited. You're not scared at all. You're not a person who easily becomes frightened. You are, you have a tough personality. I like it. And I'm a Taurus. It's Taurus Ah, theme. (laughs) There we go. So stretch out. Do, you know, become the butterfly. Stop being a caterpillar. Okay. Okay, Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah. Thanks, Jenna, for uh, calling us up. And uh, good luck with also the one-year-old. That's always, I remember those days. Oh, I had so much fun with a one-year-old last night. She was a baby unicorn. Oh, She was adorable. I'll put it on Instagram. We got a video of her. We did not go trick-or-treating. We just stayed home Mm -hmm. and listen to music and watch her 
try to dance. Wiggle. And, yeah, and we ate pizza. <laughs> I guess we'll be trick-or-treating next year. But there was one thing I just want to bring up before we answer uh, more callers, and that is, um, and this is really for the Northwest people, you know, we have an initiative on the ballot in Washington State. We will be the first state in the nation who is considering a tax for carbon um, issues and global warming. We will be the very first state, and that's issue 1631. And I know the negative advertisements for the no vote has been um, fueled by petroleum companies and other companies who do the most amount of waste in our state. So really look at the issues, all Washingtonian people. Let's be the first people that make this really beautiful, amazing um initiative to pass but look at all the issues of course you know because everybody gets to vote the way they want to benny always reminds me that um and it it will affect i think um homeowners about 25 dollars more a month not what the no ballot is telling you not a month yeah about a month approximately that so that part's kind of negative but it will help us to preserve our forests and clean up the toxic areas in our state and create jobs for people because we'll need people to work in the environmental areas to discourage global warming in the Northwest, which I think is worth it. Mm -hmm. And it will also force companies, they also have to pay money into it, which was great because they don't want to and they do need to. So something to think about for those of us in the Northwest. And you can always look online if you're unsure how to vote on that. Everything, of course, is online. Look at your uh, ballot, your voting uh, packet, so to speak. Ask a lot of questions if you need to. That's all that matters if you're really unsure. And I always look at who's supporting the initiative, positive and negative. Mm -hmm. And the petroleum company has put millions and millions into the negative vote. And the Native Americans are actually supporting the yes for the initiative. So, you know. Just a little hint there. There you go. Okay. All right. So we're going to travel out to Big Sky Country. We ah. have uh, Karen calling in from Montana. Montana. Hi, Karen. Great. Hi, hi Karen. Hey, how, how are you? How are you guys? We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. What can we do hey, for I'm, you? I'm, 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 just a, I'm just a blue dot in the sea of red here in Montana. And, you know, <laughs> give me love for, for that. Way, yeah. But... <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so... Quick question for you. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm kind of a newbie in this whole um, energy scene. Yes. And I'm curious with your expertise. You know, for the past couple of years, I've had sort of a nagging, um, kind of a nagging low-grade uh, lower back pain. Yeah. And I'm curious if you could give me any uh, any ideas. Well, you do have a significant leak of energy in your second and third chakra. So the second chakra governs the lumbar region. The third chakra governs the immune system. So... Um, I would recommend that you start to eat foods that reduce inflammation. So that means avoiding sugar, alcohol. Um, I love following, and both of these uh, things that I'm going to recommend do say you can drink alcohol. Like one says, oh, champagne's better. So I always drink champagne. That's my go-to. And the other one says red wine, I think, for certain blood types. So I love the Eat Right for Your Blood Type Diet by Dr. Diodamo. He actually graduated from Bastyr University, which is here in the Northwest. Um, He was taught by Dr. Bastyr, so he's got a great book about that. And then I love Dr. Gundry. He wrote the book The Plant Paradox. That's the one I follow predominantly. It's pretty strict, but you do need to decrease your inflammation. And interesting enough, and this is going to be related to our very first caller, you have grief in your lower back. So Hmm. something happened, I'm getting five years ago, maybe 4.5 years ago. I want you to look at it, and I don't think you finished working on the grief aspect of that. Okay. Okay, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know, I do. I I am a huge dog lover, and um, on my husband's watch, um, 
one of our dogs was uh, was hit by a car, oh. and it just knocked me to my knees. Oh, yeah, I'm so that, sorry. That, that, yeah. Those things happen, yeah. right? And so I want you to yeah. nurture yourself, and, and and I really believe that nobody leaves the planet, including dogs, until it's their time. Souls are powerful, and they choose their exit. And sometimes they leave under someone's watch where they could leave. Or I actually had an assistant once. I don't, I'm not going to say her name because she probably wouldn't want me to, you know, um, say this about her. She is a huge animal lover, and she accidentally hit her neighbor's dog. It just ran right in front of her car, and she was driving very, very slow, but it was an elder dog, and he, he passed away, and it just broke her heart. And I said to her, I go, he, was, he picked you because you love animals so much. He knew that you would pray for him and love him and wish him a great adventure. And so he chose you to be the conduit for him to leave the earth. So, so remember that souls are choosing their, how they enter, how they exit and, um, and wanting to have certain experiences here. And every soul knows that everything here dies, trees, glaciers, humans, butterflies, everything dies eventually. And so souls are even being creative. Like, Ooh, how do I want to leave the earth next time? Right. So, so just keep that in mind. Okay. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. Thanks, Karen, for joining us. And one more, certainly right. uh, last but not least, of course, Amanda from Vancouver. Welcome to the show. You made it in. Hi there. Hi, Hi Amanda. How are you? What can I do for you? Well, I need insight into how to deal with an emotional um, heaviness or pain or grief in my solar plexus that just won't go away. Yeah, so guess what? I'm going to give you totally different advice. So some people avoid their grief. You over, stay, it's welcome. So this is a pattern of yours. You've had it most of your life. And when stuff hits you, you don't know how to get out of it. So you need to work on finding joy and ignoring your grief. Oh, really? Yep. You stay in it way too long and it, it, it immobilizes you. So, so you need the opposite. You have to push it out of your brain, find something to focus on in the present moment that brings you joy. That's what you need to do, in my opinion. Yeah, so you you wallow in it, and and not really. I mean, but yes, that's what you do. You you get stuck in it, and so you need to stop it. I love the fact that you allow yourself to have the experience, but then you don't know how to get out of it, or you reintroduce it to yourself all the time, and it's slowing you down and creating. Um, it's not allowing you to fly in your life and and to receive what you deserve. Okay, so I don't need to process it. No. I don't need to cry it out. I don't nope. need to work it out or punch it out. I need to just uh, find um, as many happy things yeah, and because, positive things. Yeah, because you do. You analyze it. You process it. You do work on it initially when okay. it comes in your life. and But then you don't know how to stop doing that, and that's what I'm recommending. Like, whatever it okay. is right now, you've already spent way too much time on it. That's enough. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Yay, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Good. I don't need therapy. <laughs> well, at least that's my opinion. So, so see how what my suggestion works for you, and then get back to us and let us tell us what happened. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have a beautiful a day. You're welcome. Thanks, Amanda. And I wanted to remind people we have a survey going on right we do. now. It's our annual survey for the station. It's almost over. Uh, we're drawing our uh, selection on the six, which is basically uh, it, it's just. You go in there, sign up for the survey. It's so not, we go it just to takes a couple minutes, 1150. 1150 kknw.com. KKNW. Yep. Huh? And you, you 
you check who you like to listen to, hint, you hint, hint, mm-hmm, you, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and whoever wins gets a trip to Victoria, right, or Vancouver. Yeah, or... passage around trip, passage up Ooh, to Victoria, B.C., and back because we want you to return. Yeah. It would be only nice of us to do that. <laughs> right. And uh, Schwartz Brother gets a certificate as well. That's up for grabs. So 1150kknw.com wow. for the annual survey. Just helps us better tailor a better it station does. for you guys. It helps us um, yeah. know what you like and what mm-hmm. is making you happy so that we can deliver more of that to you. Like this show. Yeah. Exactly. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Benny, again, for all the music. And thank you, Lisa, for answering the phone calls for us. Um, Try not to eat too much candy, you guys. Throw it away if you need to. If you can't give it away, throw it away. It's really not good for you. And uh, we wish everyone joyful blessings. Bye-bye for now.